calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Wallentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the great 1906 San Francisco earthquake. So grab your dynamite. And let's get civical. Everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am, as we've discussed, Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Wallentowski. And today we're going back. We are this year, let me tell you, we are thirsty for disasters. We are, yes. We came out of the great pandemic of 2020. Yeah. And we were like, let's look back at other tragedies. (laughs) What else has happened to other people that we can look back on and be like, you know what? We didn't have it that bad. We didn't have that bad. No, this one, look, I I didn't grow up around earthquakes. uh, So, Mm -hmm. and same with like tornadoes. I grew around hurricanes like that's my natural disaster that i feel comfortable with sure like i know how to handle that but like earthquakes tornadoes i'm like Mm y'all you mean to tell me that the 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 ground splits open right 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 you mean to tell me that's an option that's an option i didn't know that this was a world that we could live in i don't like this world right this world is not a, a place where i thrive not a place where we thrive no really really not the vibe um Yeah, so today we're talking about the great 1906 San Francisco earthquake. Yes. I'm going to be honest, I know San Francisco, known for its earthquakes, Mm -hmm. sort of California in general, known for its earthquakes. Yeah. I don't think I know specifically about the 1906 earthquake. 
So I'm excited to learn. Yes. I know nothing about the 1906 San Francisco earthquake. I didn't even know it was a thing. Sure. <laughs> like, I don't think I heard about it. I didn't grow up th- learning about it because I grew up in Ohio, which, you know, our natural disaster of choice was the tornado. And so now when there's like uh, tornadoes in New York City, I'm like, I don't, literally don't understand how that's possible because we're, uh, there's so much water and it's a land so thing. much water. So it's like yeah. a, it's a, just a weird, um, but I had no idea about the great 1906 San Francisco, I'm going to keep also saying Chicago fire because we did that episode. I, we did do that episode, which while we're here, go listen to the Chicago fire episode. What's well, that's where I feel like we discovered right. our, our thirst for disasters, yes. catastrophes, fires, yes. earthquakes, tornadoes, yes. what have you's. Also, in that episode, I mean, it's just a great episode. It's, I think, one of my top 10 that we've ever done. I love that episode. But the reason the fire happened in Chicago was that Mrs. O'Leary was trying to get milk from her cow, in theory, so that she could make a drink um, for her guests, a cocktail for her guests. And after that episode aired for Christmas, we made the, the drink, and it was pretty good. My girlfriend's sister, Laura made the drink and it was like all right this is you delish. like like whole whole milk using milk yes using milk it was Ooh, pretty i don't yummy. know i love milk but i'm i'm a, and i would try this i would try it yes. but like the idea of it, it it gives me pause it's a little bit you know what it tasted a little bit like was like a mudslide i've never had that oh my lord it was my first <laughs> god, al- god help this child god help this child <laughs> It, a mudslide was my first alcoholic drink given to me by my cousins when I was probably like 13. And it wasn't mm-hmm. a, like a big, you know, I didn't have a lot of it. But it was so yummy because it's basically ice cream and rum and spices. Mm-hmm. It's basically an alcoholic milkshake. It was so good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yum. Yeah. So it tasted yummy. a little bit like that, the Chicago fire cocktail that we made. Also, I will say this, the last time that we did an episode that had to do with San Francisco, Laura, my girlfriend's sister, lives in the San Francisco area. It was like, you guys said a lot of things wrong about the, about the area of San Francisco. Like, I think we what got did names. What did wrong? I mean, of course we said something wrong. I think we said, I think just pronunciations of things. And so I just want to oh. say, Laura, if you're listening, I did not Laura. check with you about any of this. So if, Laura, we say, if we mispronounce a word, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. You have to know, you have to know how hard we try and and that that most of, like a lot of the times we do stop recording to we like do. Google pronunciations, and look sometimes things just get missed. But we love San I love San Francisco. It has my favorite place on planet Earth, which of course is Alcatraz. Absolutely, so, uh, it is a place near and dear to my heart. So shout out to San Francisco. Shout out to Laura. Please forgive us if we say any um, names wrong. I am from Texas, and it's it's all, my impulse is always incorrect. So that's that's my. I will say if that's we say, always it. If we mispronounce a word, it's because we aren't. We are assuming that we know how to say the word. Yes. Oh yeah. Because if not, we don't know how to say it, we stop. We will look it up. We just don't put yeah. that on air because yeah, that's slightly boring. 
Although maybe we should just do one one time because that's what just us googling. Like, hold on, let me listen to the let me listen to the Google pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. So with that said, uh, let's jump into this episode by starting with the sources. Uh, do you want to talk about them? Sure. There's so many today. There are. I mean, my goodness gracious, the gang's all here. Gang is all here. So we have the National Archives. Love. 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 National Geographic, better known as her street name, Nat Geo. Nat Geo. You Nat can Geo. call me Nat Geo. Nat Geo. Uh, the California Academy of Sciences. Ooh, fine. I know. I know. Okay. She's new. She's new to us. Hello. Nice to meet you. And our tried and true history.com. Of course. Last but not least, the Old Farmer's Almanac. Old Farmer's Almanac doesn't get enough, doesn't get enough, like, I don't know, roses. The Farmer's Almanac is like been around for what, 1,000 years? It, approximately it that old, yeah. Approximately 1,000 years. And it's a nifty, nifty source. Yes. It's great. It's got a lot of info. It's great. Okay. Let's jump in, or I guess let's shake it up with talking about. Oh no, you did, and that was the joke I that I, I would make. I know it was bad, as bad, as bad. <laughs> We're gonna start with talking about the earthquake. So let's set the scene for what this this bad mama was. On April eighteenth, nineteen o six, an earthquake struck near San Francisco, California, then the largest city on the West Coast. The earthquake occurred offshore at an outcropping called Muscle Rock a little after 5 a.m. Tremors were felt from the state of Oregon to Los Angeles and inland towards the state of Nevada. So, like, this big. is a big quake. It's a big quake. It's a big quake. It's a big quake. We're quaking. We're quaking a lot. We're quaking a lot. We're trembling. We haven't had to say the word Oregon. In quite some time. No, I can say the word Oregon. You can't. I know. You're the I'm one t- who has an issue. I do. <laughs> I do. But I feel like for a while we were doing episode after episode after episode. There was, was a lot like, of Oregon references. Oh my God. I was like, there's some yeah. kind of curse that somebody has put on me. Yeah. Well, welcome to my life when it comes to any other word. <laughs> <laughs> What's that word? The? What's I don't know how to say word? That. How do you say it? So we got a we got a big earthquake. It's five a.m. April eighteenth. Tremors, 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 tremors. West coast is tremoring. Historically, residents always referred to the eighteen sixty eight earthquake as "quote the big one." When this earthquake came, it only lasted about forty five seconds, but it was estimated to have been between seven point eight and eight point three on the Richter scale. I don't know much about the Richter scale, but I know that that's bad. It's bad because I think it only goes. I know up you don't want to be high. You don't want to be high. You want to be low on the Richter scale. Yeah. At the time of the Great San Francisco earthquake, instruments to measure earthquakes were non-existent in the area. Therefore, scientists who measure earthquakes that happened before 1900 review historical accounts of damage to buildings, the distance at which people felt the tremors from the epicenter and reports on changes in the soil. From this information, they try to determine the intensity and magnitude of the earthquake. People, this is ingenious stuff. It's so smart. 
We didn't have like the the thingy we didn't have that the like measures it, but like goes it back and right. forth, crazy, 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 crazy. Right. Right. So let's like let's look at the soil. Did it was anybody writing about the soil? How many buildings fell down? And that determines magnitude. Right. Crazy. Fires immediately broke out in San Francisco due to broken gas lines, fallen power lines, and lanterns that had toppled over during the earthquake. Water lines were ruptured as well, which made it difficult to put out the fires. Yes. So we've got not only the earthquake, which is bad enough, but then the earthquake causes this huge fire, which it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Perfect. Because humans. Absolutely. The fire burned for 72 hours? What is it burning at some at a certain point? The building. You think you burned the whole city to the ground? It basically did. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. So the fire burned for seventy-two hours, at times consuming one city block every thirty minutes, and eventually charring more than four square miles. Towers of smoke billowed a mile high, and the flames reached two thousand seven hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Even using saltwater lines from the bay and wearing protective wet bags, firefighters couldn't get near the fire. Wow, because it's so hot. Yeah, it's so hot. Wow. It's so hot. Some observers claim that the fire could actually be felt as, quote, vibrations like the rumbling of a steam boiler or pass or the passing of several streetcars end quote people used to be so descriptive in a way that i just miss so desperately so much we used to actually use words to convey words ideas and like create the experience like with, yes. with adjectives right because oh, now if this that. happened today somebody would i mean first of all they wouldn't even really like ask somebody about i mean they would just like have videos and tiktok reactions to a big mm-hmm. fire in the background but i feel like yeah. now if you ask somebody about it they would be like yeah it uh it was hot it was hot. Uh, yeah it yeah. was hot yeah city and military authorities attempted to create a fire break using dynamite and gunpowder wait okay okay okay, okay. this stop, is stop, how stop. it got stop. worse stop stop stop, stop, stop. <laughs> i know i know that nobody <laughs> Ever asks my opinion <laughs> and of like what we should do in scenarios. Sure. I'm just going to throw this out there for like anybody fighting a fire in the future. Just an offering. If you see a big old fire, mm-hmm. I'm going to just suggest that adding explosives to the mix should not be, should not be part of a, a list of things to try. No. I agree. Two thumbs way down. No. Two thumbs way down. I think the last thing we need is more fire, you know? Right. They're like, how do we how do we stop the fire? More, more fire. fire. And not just more fire, exploding fire. Exploding fire. Exploding fire. Exploding fire, yeah. Right. So they got this uncontrollable fire. They're like, I know, I know what we'll do. We'll blow it up and and that'll create a break, the break that we need. <laughs> I just imagine it's like that Florida thing where people are like, I forget when it was, I don't know, eight, ten years ago, where there was a news like a um like a Florida newscaster that had to go on air and be like, do not shoot down the hurricane. Don't shoot it down the hurricane. It will not. <laughs> going out it's and shooting down. down the hurricane will not It's not going to make a difference. It's not going to make a difference. Oh, my God. So they're blowing things up. But, you guessed it, 
inexperienced with explosives, they sometimes failed to check the wind or anticipate the direction of the fire before blasting the buildings. Instead of creating a fire break, they often sent flaming debris to neighboring blocks, spreading the fire faster and farther. <laughs> oh, God, God, oh God damn it. <laughs> it went the wrong way. Went the wrong way. And this is where it's like, I'm critical. <laughs> this is where I'm critical oh. because I'm like, this is 1906. Mm-hmm. You uh, People of this time are constantly thinking about the elements in relationship to whatever it is they're doing. It's like, right. whether you're farming, whether you're doing whatever, like the elements play such a more crucial role to their everyday life than they do nowadays, where it's like, you don't, you, I'm sure now, I mean, you do have to, like, if there's forest fires, people are thinking sure, about sure. the elements. Sure, sure. But there's a lot, we have a lot more tools where it like cancels out. right some of the external circumstances that back in the day you really had to think about. So right. I'm like, how are you guys thinking about the wind? Right. Like, isn't that part of the, like... It's San Francisco. It's windy. Isn't that why we invented the, like, lick your finger and put your finger in the air? Like, we invented that so we could figure out which way the wind was blowing. Right. Right. Seems crucial. Seems also, crucial. Also, it feels like they did it once and they were like, oh my god, flaming debris or the wind. And then they kept doing it, not adjusting. <laughs> Right, because it's not like it happened once, and they were like, "Right, Fuck, we really fucked up." They were like, "All right, oh, shut it down, keep shut doing down this. the dynamite." Yeah, they kept yeah. doing it. Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So, at 7 a.m., U.S. Army troops from Fort Mason reported to the Hall of Justice and San Francisco Mayor E.E. E. Schmitz called for the enforcement of a dusk-to-dawn curfew and authorized soldiers to shoot to kill anyone found looting. Sure. So we've sure. got we've got an earthquake, bad enough. Bad enough. We've got... We haven't even addressed the earthquake. We haven't even addressed honest. the earthquake. We, no. We're dealing with a fire. We're dealing with the fire now. We can't even begin to think about the buildings that are shattered and everybody who's dying and all of that. We've got a fire that's raging and burning that we're going to put out with exploding fire. But... And they're all worried about people going, like, going out into these into businesses and taking things. And so now there's a shoot to kill order for anybody found stealing. Well, of course. This sounds great. Well, of course. This sounds great. 
On April 20th, several thousand refugees trapped by the massive fire were evacuated from the foot of Van Ness Avenue. The army would eventually house 20,000 refugees in more than 20 military-style tent camps across the city. By April 23rd, most fires were extinguished, and authorities commenced the task of rebuilding the devastated metropolis. The earthquake occurred as a result of a shift along the San Andreas Fault. Big fault. Famous, big famous fault. fault. Big, Even big I fault. know that fault. I, I feel like this is the only fault I know. This is the only fault I know, except for my own. Yeah. There's a great movie called San Andreas starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson about, I think maybe it's an earthquake, and he has to like rescue his daughter. What? Et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> I could be making that up. Maybe it's an alien invasion, but I think it might be a giant... It's some sort of catastrophe, and he has to save the day right. in the way only Dwayne The Rock Johnson can. Oh, absolutely. Obviously. Um, <laughs> obviously. Uh, I feel like if it's a movie called San Andreas and it's not about an earthquake, this is a huge... Huge missed opportunity. Huge missed opportunity. Huge mistake on the part of the advertisers and the production company. Yeah. To make it an alien movie, that sounds dumb. Yeah. I'm gonna I go feel like it is an earthquake movie. I'm going to go with I earthquake. saw it in theaters. I don't know why I can't... <laughs> remember it but i who but who knows if i'm wrong look it is what you know it is what? we all have our own faults there you go and now i'll go end your life <laughs> oh man so the earthquake occurred because of a shift in the san andreas fault which bisects the san francisco peninsula just to the west of the city the land on the eastern side of the fault, including the city and San Francisco Bay, moved southward, like literally moved southward. Oh, gosh. While the land on the western side was pushed northward, like literally. Yeah, it... yeah I don't love it. Move the land. I don't want to be on a land piece of land that's moving. That sounds scary. Yeah. I don't want That's that. why I'm on land. That's why I'm on land. That's why I don't live on water. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Like I said, tectonic plates got a lot of respect for the tectonic plates. I really, really, really want them to just stay happy, stay yeah. where they are. Yeah. Because the, what, the, like, it's so profound. Like, if when the tectonic plates shift, how catastrophic mm-hmm. it is for human life. So catastrophic. Because yeah. then you also get tsunamis. Exactly right. Like, exactly it's not just the right. earthquake. I think growing up, I just thought like, oh, an earthquake, like you rumble and it shakes and things fall off the walls or your shelves and you stand in a door frame and that's about it. I, nobody told me about the fire and the tsunamis. Sure. I'm, but also like buildings collapse. And buildings like, collapse. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't like it. I don't, no, like, I don't like it. it. I don't, I don't want like earthquakes. It. So part of the land moved southward. Part of the land moved northward. In all, more than six meters or 20 feet of displacement occurred during the quake. That's t- more, that's t- taller than we are. That is taller than we are. And like, it seems, it seems small in context of like how big the world is, but like how, how disorienting like uh, that it can move, that land can move. Mm-hmm. I don't love it. I don't love I it. Don't love it. Don't love it. All right, let's talk about the aftermath of this big earthquake, this big old fire that we blew up and made worse. So, 
Despite a quick response from the San Francisco's large military population, the city was devastated. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're blowing up the fire, like... Come on, there's no, you're not coming back from that. It doesn't matter who's there. Right. The earthquake and fires killed an estimated 3,000 people and left half of the city's 400,000 residents homeless. Aid poured in from around the country and the world, but those who survived faced weeks of difficulty and hardships. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The survivors slept in tents and city parks at the, oh, we've got a word. We've got a word. We don't know. Presidio? Let's look it up. Let's take it to the Google Let's look it up. Laura, this is for you. This is for you. We're not going to get this wrong. Presidio. Presidio. So not Presidio. Presidio. (laughs) Presidio. Presidio. So they had to sleep in tents and city parks, and the Presidio stood in long lines for food and were required to do their cooking in the street to minimize the threat of additional fires. So we can't cook in our own homes, but we can try and explode the fire. Look, I don't make the rules. (laughs) But those, those are the rules. Those were the rules. Yeah. The San Francisco earthquake is considered one of the worst natural disasters in U.S. history. You know what? I have to I have to push back on this. Mm. Yes, the earthquake, for sure. Natural disaster. But sure. the fire? Yeah. While it started from a natural disaster, I would also argue is man-made. Man-made. It's a little bit of the Katrina thing. Like, Hurricane Katrina, totally bad. Totally bad. Yeah. What made it worse? Was the response and the the dam and the flooding. The levees. The levees. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, when you mix, when you mix man and nature. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, doggy. We try and dominate nature and sometimes nature just pushes back. Yeah. But if we were, if we were arguing this in a court of law and it was nature versus man determining who was at fault for the ultimate devastation, like, yes, none of this would have happened without the earthquake for sure. Correct. However... Would the damage have been as catastrophic as it was if not for poor human intervention? Questions for the jury. Uh, Questions for the jury. Questions for the jury. I'm going to venture if they had not tried to explode the fire, maybe it would not have been as bad. Yeah. Two thumbs way down. Two thumbs way down. Congress responded to the disaster in several ways. The House and Senate Appropriations Committees enacted emergency appropriations for the city to pay for food, water, tents, blankets, and medical supplies in the weeks following the earthquake and fire. Because there is no FEMA, there is no emergency response, so Congress literally has to, like, approve it in real time. Yep. They also appropriated funds to reconstruct many of the public buildings that were damaged or destroyed. Other congressional responses included the House Claims Committee handling claims from owners seeking reimbursement for destroyed property. Sure. Sure. I'm like, I would still have a house if you didn't blow up the fire. Right. Give me like, give me money. Give me money. My my house still there after the earthquake. For example, the committee received claims from owners of several saloons and liquor stores whose supplies of alcoholic spirits were destroyed by law enforcement officers trying to minimize the spread of fires and the threat of mob violence. Okay, this is what I love. I love, I love people 
Mm-hmm. Because 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 two two things are happening at the same time. Number one, so there's a big fire overall, big fire, <laughs> and and there's one there's one thing going on where they're like, we're gonna add explosives to the fire mm-hmm. to create to like stop it from spreading. Right. At the same time, we're gonna get, destroy liquor and remove liquor so that we don't have explosions. I'm like, which one is it? Which one is it? Which one is it? Also. I, like the the the, I mean maybe I'm just like picturing this in a completely different way. Like I just like if you had nothing left in the world, like your house is gone, people are dead, you're homeless, you're whatever. Like I just my my immediate response wouldn't be like let's create a mob and take you know what I mean like a mob to do what like I guess looting looting yeah. But like the alcohol is gonna destroying the alcohol is gonna stop the the mob and the looting. Like that's yeah. But I can I, I mean people have like they've lost everything. They've lost their home. They've lost their belongings. They've lost yeah. food. They've lost access to water. Like it could be mob violence against those who are now regulating all of those mm, things. That's true. That's you know, true. Of like give me like whatever you know. Yeah. I mean, this is a catastrophe. It's a catastrophe. We did drink and a lot during the pandemic. That's for sure. That's for darn sure. That's for darn sure. So to conclude the alcohol bit, in the days <laughs> following the earthquake, officials destroyed an estimated of $30,000 worth of intoxicating liquors, which I don't know what that averages out to in today's money, but $30,000 in 1906, I'm going to argue is probably like one million dollars. Hold on, let's do the math. Let's look fun. it up. Let's look it up. Okay, nineteen oh six money to today calculator. Let's see. So this calculator that I found quickly only lets me go as far back as nineteen thirteen, which I feel like is close enough to get an idea. Sure. So thirty thousand dollars in the early nineteen hundreds is the same as. Today, it would be $923,987. Oh, so you were right. You said like a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to read or write, but I know how to do inflation calculations. <laughs> just instinctually. It's just an in, instinctually, innate skill. Just an innate very skill. Very illiterate, <laughs> but can do... That can guess guess an inflation like the back of my hand. Yes. The Senate passed a resolution asking the Secretary of War to furnish the Senate with a copy of a report on the earthquake and fire. The report on the relief efforts and accompanying captioned photographs prepared by the U.S. Army are now housed with the records of the Senate Committee on Printing. What, what can this report possibly say? What can this report say? <laughs> Literally, we <laughs> fucked this up. <laughs> So sorry. So sorry. So sorry. Uh, might we suggest, if anybody is in this pickle, what we've learned, <laughs> don't throw dynamite into the fire. Lesson learned. Lesson Hardly. learned. Lesson learned. Don't, don't make the same mistakes I did. This is a learnable situation. Ixnay on, so dyna- on the dynamite day. Yeah. What lessons did we learn from this? Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. No dynamite. No. I will also say there are great, there's some movies, like some actual footage of, 
I don't think the earthquake, although maybe, but um, but the immediate aftermath and the fire. There are some great images and some mm. actual footage, movies of, um, of the fire in San Francisco wow. and the aftermath of it. it and it's quite, Ooh. it's fascinating and quite, and quite shocking. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I like, I imagine total devastation. Total devastation, yeah. A fire that burns for three days and is blown up? Like, uh-huh. yeah. Just like burnt, literal burning rubble. Yeah. 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 The fire and the earthquake brought up an interesting problem, or I think, you know, brought to, to, to the surface an interesting debate, which I think was being had quietly before this, which is that California has earthquakes. I think in the advertising of California as a state and an investment opportunity and getting the gold rush there, the gold rush, all of that. They were trying to keep that to a low roar. Trying to keep that secret. (laughs) (laughs) So prior to 1906, California entrepreneurs had avoided public discussion of earthquakes, fearing that it would hurt business and discourage investment. Yeah. I mean, sure. (laughs) I mean, that's, yeah. Why do you yeah. think I'm not in California right now? Why do you think I don't live in Florida? After the disaster, James Horsberg Jr., an agent for Southern Pacific Railroad, wrote to chambers of commerce throughout the state explaining, quote, We do not believe in advertising the earthquake. The real calamity in San Francisco was undoubtedly the fire. Close quote. I mean, look. Sure. I know what he's trying to do. I don't agree with what he's trying to do in the sense no. of like trying to dupe people. By making it seem like there's not earthquakes in California when there very much are. Right, because they're just going to keep happening. Like, if you move there, you're not going to be like, I didn't feel. Yeah. But at the same time, I also support what he's Mm -hmm. saying in the sense of like, yeah, the devastation is primarily from the fire. Right. Which again, and now we're back in court. But would the fire have happened without the earthquake? (sighs) Splitting hairs, splitting hairs. Who's guilty? Who's innocent? It's really got to go with the guilty dynamite on this one. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, like, if if our parameter is beyond a reasonable doubt, we have to convict nature. I can't do it. Can't, yeah. I have doubt. So, likewise, then, in late April, the San Francisco Real Estate Board passed a resolution saying that, quote, the Great Fire should be used instead of, quote, the Great Earthquake when referring to the disaster. So let's not call it an earthquake. Let's call it the Great Fire. Yeah. Even though this is a real chicken and egg situation. I love it. They're they're already they are already rebranding. Already. <laughs> already rebranding. They're like, you know what? This this is not Prince. This is the artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who was the who was the other? Oh, wasn't it like um like P. Diddy, Diddy. Didn't he have like eight names? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was right? like, like, I don't know. I don't know what the order was, but I think he was. There's Puff Daddy, there's P. Yes. Diddy, there's Diddy. Right, right. And then there's Sean Combs. Right. Which is his like, his legal name. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's just Diddy now. I'm not I think sure. He's just Diddy. And if, guys, 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 guys. Let guys, us know. Before you yell at me. Before you yell at me for saying anything incorrect about P. Diddy Diddy, Puff Daddy, you have to know that I'm doing my best here. I don't know what, I don't know the order, but I know that those are all names that he has once had. Okay. True. The evolution. The evolution. The evolution of 
Sean Lovecombs. Sean Lovecombs. Just like the evolution of San Francisco in the post-earthquake slash fire rebuilding after the great earthquake fire of 1906. Exactly right. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. And with that, that is the end of our San Francisco earthquake episode. As always, if you like what you heard, please find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. And we love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.